everyone, welcome back to the Amplify Your Confident Podcast Season 2. Oh my god, it has been a long time. I haven't recorded any new episode, but here I am. I'm back. Spring of 2023 is coming. That means we're gonna bring in a new life up for our guest speakers. And today I'm super excited to introduce to our guest speaker Jordan, my dear friend here in Europe. <laughs> and before we're gonna go into the topic today, coping with loss, breaks up and changing identities with her, I would like to give you guys a little bit of introduction about my friend. So Jordan is an entrepreneur's writer, strategist, and a travel lover. As the founder of Creatively White, she seeks opportunity to have brands go their impact to storytelling and work with inspirational people. Originally comes from a small town in Ohio, US, she has traveled and worked in more than 30 countries since 2019 from just a one-way ticket she bought by that. Her stories, experience, and personalities are unique, and I'm so thankful we met each other and become such a good friends. Even more than thankful she agreed to join me in this podcast. I cannot wait to dive in the conversation with her today. Everyone, please again welcome the pretty, smart, and kind-hearted Jordan on the Amplify Your Confident podcast. Thank you, Thank you. for joining me today. Okay. So before we dive into our topic, normally I gonna go through a game with mm-hmm. our guest speaker, so the audience gonna know more about you. So it it called hot seat questions. So you cannot think. I gonna give you five questions, and then whatever comes first in your mind, you gonna let me know your answer. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the first question is the questions I always ask every single um, guest speakers come to uh, the podcast because it's about amplify your confidence. Mm-hmm. So the first one would be, what does confidence mean to you? Uh, I think confidence means feeling comfortable in your own skin and being able to walk into any room and, and just feel really sure about yourself. Mm. You know what I find fascinated about the questions I have so far now you are the the 11th guest on my podcast (laughs) (laughs) and everyone has different answers how they think about confidence. Uh, The second one, when was the last time you cried? Um, probably yesterday. Oh, I'm I'm a frequent crier. Mm-hmm. For me, it's like a good release of uh, emotions. I happy cry, sad cry. Sometimes I cry and I don't know why. Mm-hmm. So probably okay. yesterday. And how do you feel now? Better. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> good. Just want to check in. Uh, what is your most recent learning about yourself? Are people or the world around you? Ooh, that's a tough one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm still learning more about like how I process things and information. Um, and I'm learning more and more that like sometimes I have a bit of like an anxious response to certain things. And so I think one of the, the, th- the key things I've learned this last year is to like pause before reacting to things and mm-hmm. give myself enough time to process versus mm. just jumping into my yeah. reaction yeah 
because sometimes I feel like we we just feel like oh I need to do it now but actually you yeah. can take a little bit even just 10 minutes before you want to make yeah exactly not feeling as rushed in things mm. and okay mm-hmm. cool what are the most proud things you can tell a 10 years old uh, Jordan I think probably the biggest one is that I've traveled I definitely didn't grow up from like in a family where we traveled or had passports or anything like that. Um, so I think just the fact that I've spent so much time in the last few years abroad uh, would be something I'm proud of. The fact that I own my own company. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think I think 10-year-old me would think it's pretty cool that I have friends from all over the world. So Yes, and we definitely know going to know more about this story yeah. in the next part of our conversation. Yeah. Um, what does a perfect day look like for you? And this is the last questions already, so you're doing so well. <laughs> okay. I think the perfect day definitely includes a start with coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, probably coffee, some kind of like physical activity in the morning, and then the beach. Mm. Um, and then I love spending time with friends, so probably some kind of dinner or activity in the evening with friends and people I love. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just taking it easy. No work is involved in my perfect day. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, so that's it. That the five questions to uh, let the audience know more about you. Right. And now we're gonna move to the next part. Today we're gonna talk about how we cope with loss, with breakups. It's not just about uh, romantic breakups can be friendship and uh, changing identities because I believe in a way since you came from such a small town in the US but in the last four or five years you have been traveling around the world, working around the world and mm-hmm. then as you said you also have friends all over the world. You, um, how to say, you interact with so many different cultures. Mm-hmm. For sure, you take in it into yourself as well, right? So definitely, we change so much of who we were mm-hmm. uh, before we travel and lived abroad. So how we can deal with that change in yeah. our daily life, that's going to be our main uh, topic uh, to discuss for today. So, Sounds good. are you ready for the next part? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I think I'm ready. Okay, so... Let's uh, go through a little bit of your story and the reason why we we chose this topic, I guess. Um, but before we, we explain the reason to our audience, let's uh, tell a little bit about the story. Why did you decide to book that one-way ticket from yeah. the US? From um, Yeah, I never actually have a return ticket since then. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so basically, I was a college student. I was in my last semester of college, mm-hmm. and at that point, I had already worked enough and gained enough experience to the point where I was freelancing. Um, but I wasn't. I had a decision to make. I could either like go into full time work and mm-hmm. stay in the U.S., or I could take this opportunity to pursue this desire I had to travel at the time. Even though I hadn't, I think I had left the country like twice in my life at that point, um, but I just felt this, this strong desire to travel. So mm-hmm. I decided to take freelancing on the road with me and somehow convinced uh, my two clients at the time to keep me on as a 20-year-old or whatever and go off and travel. Um, and 
yeah, I booked a one-way ticket, even though I had never even, like, eaten a meal alone. Um, mm. So I was terrified just to solo travel. That wasn't my initial intention, but I also didn't want to wait around for anyone to go with me. Um, so I ended up taking off on the on the one-way flight on what was supposed to be, like, a, a few months of traveling before I came back and got a real person job and yada yada. And now, f- almost four and a half years later, I think now, mm-hmm. um, I'm still, I still haven't gone home and truthfully, I don't know that I ever will. So yeah. that's kind of what inspired the start. What was the first country that you, you went to? Uh, Portugal. Actually, Lisbon was the first city. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Full circle. We're in Lisbon right now. But... Yeah, we met each other here. Um, yeah, so far Lisbon is, uh, becomes a, a special place for me. Yeah, yeah, I think it has like this weird pull to it. I feel like it pulls a lot of people here. Yeah. But yeah, this this was my first stop. And when I first came, I think this was like my fourth country ever. Mm-hmm. And now I've hit 30, yeah. 30, 31. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I've spent a lot of the last few years traveling a mm-hmm. lot. Okay. And uh, what are the maybe three biggest lessons that you learn from your travel? That's a big one. You don't um, have to take three. If you have one or two or even four, you can share. <laughs> I think one of the biggest ones for me as like a solo traveler especially was like learning how to be comfortable with myself. Mm. I don't know why it's like, it's seemingly like the scariest thing in the world to be alone with yourself because mm. like in reality you're always alone with yourself. But um, I hadn't done many things on my own and I had never really like taken the time to think through what I actually enjoyed doing I I think I was just going with what my friends liked or the masses um and so when you've got like an entire open itinerary that's all up to you and everything that you do is kind of like your decision you learn a lot about what you like and don't like mm-hmm. um and then I think I also learned a lot about just like being open to other people and other cultures because I've encountered so many different things in the last few years um, that I definitely wasn't uh, used to back in the the States, especially in Ohio. Um, And I think that openness is what's like made my experience so much better because I have like friends of all different backgrounds, of all different ages, and um, I've gotten to experience a lot of different things in my travels that I probably otherwise wouldn't have. Yeah, and definitely it's the best way for us to understand more about ourselves. Yeah. Because the, I don't think we, we, we are taught to sit just by ourselves and to enjoy everything just by it's ourselves. It's so weird that it's so uncomfortable. But Yeah, but the more you do, yeah, maybe the more comfortable. But I have to say, like, I... I I think it always make you feel like a little bit like nervous to go somewhere alone mm-hmm. by yourself. I but it just like you know nothing gonna bad happen or that kind of thing, because if I have to go to a place or a party by myself, at the beginning I'm still feel a little bit like oh I don't know you know, and then you mm-hmm. need to make maybe a first step to say hi to someone. Yeah. But because you've been there done that, so you like okay I'm gonna go again. What yeah. is the matter? So it just makes us easier to say yes to the unknown, I think, when yeah. you are a solo uh, traveler. 
It totally changes your experience, too. Like, there are some things that I prefer to do alone now than in groups, because yeah. I feel like sometimes when you're, when you're in a group, you don't end up doing all the things you do when you're solo. Yeah, and then you can just make the decisions that the best for you. Exactly. You can sleep in when you want to. Yeah. There's no itinerary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. Um, so let's move a little bit further to that. So I think with within that 30 countries that you've been traveling the last four and a half years, you have tons of people that you you met. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of, I think, friends and the relationship that you built with them that I think never make goodbye easy, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you come to the place and of course the place is beautiful, but at the end of the day, I think the people that you met, you interact uh, with, the one that you made mem- memories with, actually the one that stay in our heart, yeah. right? So I think um, that the conversation that we had the other day at the dinner, Mm-hmm. And then that's why we chose it topic because we think that we talk a lot about like um, a relationship, like romantic relationship breakup, but with friends breakup, when we move around, suddenly we don't talk with that friends uh, anymore. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's sad and how we actually like deal with that emotions and we don't talk about that often because we, we just feel like, oh, that's it. It kind of fades. Yeah. Yeah, I think friendship break up at the, at some point it just fade slowly away. Uh not like break up with your boyfriend or girlfriend just like bye. Yeah. And then but of course it still make us feel yeah. Maybe the word painful is not the one that I'm looking for but like we said because it is like something you have to grieve, I think. Yeah, like something you need to grieve. So how have you been dealing with that? By moving a lot around the world, how you... Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely not an expert on the subject matter, so I'm still trying to figure out how to deal with some of the changing friendships and things Mm -hmm. like that. But I actually think that, like, my decision to go from traveling all the time to being more of an expat where I stay in one place was in part due to all of the goodbyes I was saying. Because Mm -hmm. for me, um, it's really hard to say those goodbyes and painful to like not get to spend my days with some of the people that I had met traveling and built these strong connections with and you know you meet like a lot of friends traveling that are just they're they're friends and they're travel friends but they're not close friends but then you meet plenty of others that are they become best friends and they become family and I think those those are the relationships that are harder to say goodbye to and a lot of times, like, the the breakups or the friendship losses don't necessarily happen, like you said, mm-hmm. in, like, a big fight or anything like that. They just happen because you live in different parts of the world or you guys don't have the same life circumstances anymore. So one person doesn't have the energy needed to put forth into the relationship anymore. So yeah. I think with kind of navigating some of those changes, one of the things that um, I've done is to just, like, try to check in with my energy levels and see like which relationships I'm really putting my active energy into at each point in time mm-hmm. and just because I'm not putting energy towards a friendship doesn't mean we can't be friends in the future but it means I'm not putting energy into that friendship now yeah and definitely I think we don't take it personal yeah anymore like it's not my fault it's not your fault that, that kind of it's thing it's life sometimes yeah it's life we, we accept that uh 
yeah, we have different paths and yeah. different things that we we care for. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the reason why. Yeah, I think the biggest lesson for me to learn how to accept it's just not like uh, we don't love each other anymore as a friends. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but yeah, it's uh, we met each other at that point in our life, and we have let's say the chap beautiful chapter together, but then we uh, we apart. So, yeah, yeah. I think also too like one thing that I've definitely had to adapt to is. Um, kind of how my friendships are with people back home Mm -hmm. is some of my like longest time friendships that I would still consider friends are always going to be different relationships than some of the ones I've met traveling because there's this whole side of my life that those people just will never be able to relate to yeah they haven't like had the experience or met the people or been in the places to fully understand Mm -hmm. what I'm going through and then time zone wise too we always keep an active touch um, but we miss a lot of the big moments in each other's lives. And so I think there's also that grief that comes with not having, like, that old part of your identity as actively in your life. Mm, okay. Um, I have another question for you. Okay. Uh, so throughout all that friendship, let's, let's say, like, breakouts. <laughs> <laughs> um, what other positive Let's say positive lessons or change that you see in yourself from from uh, from that relationship. Yeah, I think sometimes breakups can be a positive thing because they give you the freedom to enter this new season of your life and and kind of shed whatever that old identity was with that friendship. But then they also just give you so much more energy to put towards other areas of your life and other people um, during that season. And it's not to say that like the friendship that you've broken up with doesn't deserve like the same level of like love and energy or anything like that but I think it's totally okay and, and positive to walk away from certain relationships that aren't serving you anymore and yeah um yeah kind of like step into this positive new era of like mm. really surrounding yourself by people that um can help build you up in whatever season you're in yeah and I think um, a relationship, a friendship, needs to, how to say, like, give us energy instead of draining energy from us. For sure. Uh, for me, I used to be such a friend that I, I really want to ask my friend, like, I'm really in touch with them. So mm-hmm. I feel like, oh, if my friend busy, because... I'm never be the one who in a romantic relationship. So I never be like busy with my boyfriend, that kind of thing. Yeah. So I feel like, oh, I kind of have more time uh, than them. So I put like, oh, I would ask them to make plan and blah, mm-hmm. all that kind of thing. But then at the end, I feel there's some certain um, events happened that make me feel like people always cancel on me. You know? I'm um, the same way, girl. I feel you. And all people would put me not as priority like the way I prioritize them mm-hmm. um, and then or when they don't have thing with their boyfriend or their family and then they have some free time and then they call me yeah. and then it just happened a lot like I'm like huh I am the backup plan because I never treat those people as my backup plan mm-hmm. I put them as my first choice if I have time so, of course, it happened a lot 
to the point like at first of course I would take the blame on me mm-hmm. like oh maybe I'm just too sensitive I'm just asking too much for example for my friends but then I'm like rethink a bit if I put in an I I would love my friend also put in an I right yeah. and if it's not a match then maybe I shouldn't put so much time and effort and even my thought on it exactly. and just make just let things flow yeah and it hurts in the beginning because you're like oh maybe yeah. I just try harder that kind of thing you know yeah. but then uh, you just like people who would put time effort on you other people we gonna stay exactly and i think too like if you continue to like drain yourself of your energy completely you're gonna end up feeling resentment towards people and they don't necessarily deserve that maybe yeah they're just not you're no longer in a season where you're compatible friends yeah i don't think that like the end of one friendship means that they weren't ever a friend to you it just means that they can't be a friend to you now Yeah, that's true. And maybe we still care for each other. It's just we not happen to be in each other's life that often. That's it. Because in, um, I used to live in the Netherlands before for mm-hmm. almost five years. And of course, I, I feel like that my family, the second family there. And then when I moved here to Lisbon, not so many of my friends actually came here to visit me as I wish. So I just feel like, oh, they forget me. Why didn't they make it here to visit me like the first year I flew back to the Netherlands a lot because I just feel like oh they miss me I'm gonna come back to see them mm-hmm. but of course life is evolved our life get evolved evolving and yeah they have a group of friends that in there and I have a group of friends here and I don't like you said I don't feel resentment in the sense that I let it go mm-hmm. um, they still gonna be my good friends but not the friends that can be can give me constant support mm-hmm. in the life that I experience now in this city. So I feel maybe less sad and just accept with it. Yeah. Have you ever heard of the sum of five theory, actually? No. It's like, Share with us. <laughs> uh, I remember a professor at my university had given us this whole speech on it. Basically, the theory is that you're the sum of the five people closest to you at any point in time. Mm. So, like, naturally, as you grow and go into different seasons of your life, those five people will change. And so it's important to be cognizant of like who you're keeping close to you because those people at the end of the day will shape who you become and who you are at mm-hmm. any point in time. So yeah. I, think, I think that says a lot about friendships and the energy we put more yeah. people. Yeah, definitely. If I look at my circle right now in Lisbon, most of them are entrepreneurs <laughs> uh, working remotely. Yeah, Don't have the job at the office. Uh, none of them having own a house or um, have having a baby uh, still making travel plans a lot mm-hmm. um, are always up for like hey let's do things spontaneously that kind of thing so that the the circle right now I, I have in Lisbon and yeah any backouts yeah I think the older we get as well you don't have a big circle anymore And, uh, and that's okay, okay though yeah I think having too many people sometimes thins out the energy you could put, put towards each yeah. friendship so yeah I love I would love to how to say that if I can take 
my time back when I'm a little bit younger. Mm-hmm. I would love to learn more about the energy. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> like what? What? Yeah, because I think at the end of the day, it's how we feel inside, mm-hmm. and um, we need to protect our energy. Yeah, yeah, and it impacts everything else in life too. Yeah. So if you put too much into friendships, you're gonna have less to put towards other things, and mm. yeah, yeah, like this. So you travel a lot. You interact with a lot of culture, and um, the yourself four and a half years ago and now mm-hmm. are different. Absolutely, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, how you? Yeah, I think how you cope with those changes on the way you travel, mm-hmm. like with culture, with people, even with time zone, even with the food, those small things. What are your recipe, for example? If someone listens to those stories and then they never traveled before and they kind of freak out, like, oh my God, I'm going to be on my own. Mm-hmm. So what can you tell to someone? That, like what advice? Yeah, yeah, what advice? I think that, well, one of the biggest pieces of advice is to be open, like remain open to all things and don't enter in, into any situation thinking that like, your way and the way that you've always known is the only way because mm. there's a lot of right ways to live life and there's mm. not that many wrong ways so I think keeping that in mind when you experience cultures or new experiences or really anything in life is important um, and then I think also kind of going in line with that like being adaptable so like not fixi- fixating your expectations on like one thing happening and everything's going to go according to plan or um, setting your expectations that a certain place is going to feel a certain way or be a certain way because I think whenever you set those expectations you set yourself up for yeah you set yourself up for failure yeah failure failure Um, so I think that's another lesson and then I think the last one would be to just like be gentle with yourself because you're going to feel a lot of different ways depending on where you're at in your journey and so you know how I felt at the beginning of traveling four and a half years ago is way different than how I felt at the end because at the beginning I was just like super eager and excited to go and see as many things as I could Mm -hmm. and experience everything and meet all the people and then you know after the pandemic I was more of like a slow mad like I would Mm -hmm. spend like at months. least like three three months in each place mm-hmm. um really would like try to settle into a place build mm-hmm. a routine and then I think when I decided to uh, settle a little bit more and become more of an expat um I just was ready for different things and so I think you have to be cognizant of of what you need at different points yeah definitely I I feel a little bit the same in a way that at the beginning uh, of my digital nomad, I always feel like the need, oh, I need to book that flight. Yeah. I need to go. And But now, after for a while, I'm like, it's okay. You get yeah. tired. And there's no fear of missing out, you know? Like, yeah. you're afraid that, oh, I'm not being in this place. But at the end of the day, I think uh, you can always make one place, become more excited become more exciting and special to you just with people around you and there's so much more to experience um, than just moving around. Of course, everyone is different, Mm 
Yeah. Some people need that, but for me, after the last two years, just moving too much. Um, this year, I actually put down like I want to make Lisbon feel more like my home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, oh, and if I can add anything from that, um, from from the things that you just mentioned, I think for me, I learn. I would advise that people come and go in your life. Yeah. As much as you have a lot of love to give to others, others also have a lot of love to give to you. You need to learn what is the best for you mm-hmm. and how to be the most comfortable with yourself. Because again, at the end of the day, we... And that's the only one you got. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so just spend time to learn more about yourself and invest on yourself, I think. Yeah, I think that's important. Yeah, uh, because I don't think when we are at school or we grew up, we are thought to invest in earth, mm-hmm. right? People gonna say, oh, you should do this, do that. But like, what is the learning about ourselves? So I, I think, yeah, the last two years for me, I just spent everything on me in this way that I explore, I learned. <laughs> And I'm like, isn't that great? <laughs> I'm gonna end this conversation with the last questions. Okay. <laughs> um, maybe it seemed like general questions, but um, what are your go-to, um, let's say, uh, ways of dealing with, let's say, Sad need anxiety when those changes happen in your life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I know you asked early on if I, like, when the last time I cried was. Yeah. <laughs> Crying is one way I cope. I've definitely come to realize that as embarrassing as it could be to, like, you know, be crying in the park or something like that, mm-hmm. sometimes it's actually, like, a really healthy release. And for mm-hmm. me, it's it's helped just, like grieve certain things and get them out of my system. Um, writing, I think, definitely helps a lot. Like, journaling, mm. therapy mm-hmm. can help as well. Um, but then I think just being mindful in certain situations and giving yourself, like, the space and, um, I guess, support you need to, like, mm-hmm. flow through some of those different periods mm-hmm. is really important. So that can look like a ton of different things for me like I really have found um a couple of like mindfulness oriented books helpful and things Mm -hmm. like that um and then just keeping the people I guess the people in my life close uh as like a support system during Mm -hmm. some of it I don't know if that answers your question but (laughs) definitely but I can summarize so people can take note of your advice uh so crying is beautiful. Mm-hmm. It can help you to release whatever emotion that gets stuck in your body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The second thing is writing because, of course, you are a writer. Yeah, <laughs> gotta get it out of your head. Yeah, and free writing, I think it actually very nice to yeah. just like uh, get it also on the paper, and then actually when you read it, you're like, oh, it's fine. It's fine, yeah. and then when you look back at it later, it makes everything feel small. Yeah, like why I'm freaking out at this moment, and it uh, it's nice to look back though, though notes, 
one year ago or even just six, three months ago and you see how much change that you make and you can be proud of yourself. <laughs> uh, the second thing is being mindful uh, of what you do, uh, even people you have in your life and keeping them as your support system, not your draining and energy system. <laughs> and then the last one is, I guess, seek for professional help when you need as such as therapy. Yeah, yeah. and I think there's lots of different ways to yeah. seek therapy, whether it's an actual therapist or mm. meditation or yoga. Yeah, or even just pick on a podcast to listen to, for example, this. <laughs> yeah, so I guess this is this is this. Thank you so much, Jordan, Ooh. for joining us on the Amplify Your Confidence podcast. Um, I find it super nice to have a friend on the podcast because somehow you feel like, oh, it's another way actually for, for, for you to understand more about your friends. And there's so much more things that we can learn about each other and we didn't know before. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so this is beautiful. And thank you so much for everyone who tune in to listen to this podcast. If you want to connect to Jordan, I'm going to put all the information in the descriptions. If you need a, a writer for your brands or something like that, you can always reach out to her. And uh, don't forget to give me a feedback for this podcast. Put on a rating so more people can find uh, me on all the other channels of the podcast also give me a follow on my instagram amplify your confident under, underscore podcast and and Woo! that's it <laughs> thank you so much for listening i'm gonna see you at the next episode bye bye